0: Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted to experience freedom. And we want to help you do the same. We are Chris and Laura. Welcome to fearless together. If I were asked to do my wife's makeup afterwards, it would look like it were done with a paintball gun
1: oh gosh (laughs) and
0: so when it comes to websites um i'm good at getting them um online i can get them like all wired up get the database going have everything ready but when it comes to actually like making the site beautiful i tend to leave that to you right
1: yeah i sorry that whole like paintball idea i will never let you touch my face (laughs) but yeah i i i get uh He sends me over to the page. I start browsing through themes I like. Um, He installs the one that I I pick out. We choose colors and fonts, and I'll make a logo. Um, Sometimes you'll make the logo, but I usually fix whatever logo it is that you've made.
0: Yeah, I'm not gifted (laughs) when it comes to design. It's okay. You don't have to be great at everything. (laughs) That's
1: it, right? <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the part I enjoy, like making it, making our sites pretty is what we kind of call it. But ultimately this is kind of another one of those questions that sometimes like, is that really necessary? Like how making your site look beautiful, you know, spending lots of time doing that. Is that important?
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of, it, I, you know, to me, it comes down to like, what does pretty mean? Um and especially how, and how much time does it take you to get to that point, right? yeah, you know, like um some people might think pretty is putting on like lots of decorations like nineteen ninety seven like flashing gifts and stuff like that, but you know a lot of sites that I see that are visually appealing are are more minimalist and they kind of get out of the way and they have like beautiful images and things like that, right, yeah, but it's not a lot of you know.
1: It, it, you're you're not putting glitter graphics all over. <laughs>
0: exactly, man, glitter graphics.
1: <laughs> Going old school there. Mm-hmm. But so some sites that are are pretty.
0: Yeah. So um, examples of sites that are pretty. I mean. I, I, Apple.com, they have kind of like a nice, clean, minimalist feel. They've got beautiful images. Um, you can clearly tell when you go to the site that it's meant to be viewed on mobile because a lot of the, the internet is mobile now. I mean,
1: right, which is crazy. To yeah. Me.
0: I mean, we've seen on, on a number of our sites, we've, you know, gone through that flip where it was almost all desktop and now a lot of our sites are upwards of like 70% mobile traffic.
1: See, and that, so it's crazy for me because I'm still, I like being on a computer. So.
0: Yep, we like being on the desktops. And so Apple site is clearly mobile. It's called mobile first when you design with mobile in mind, but then you allow it to kind of open up and breathe a little bit for your few desktop visitors that you're going to have.
1: So those, those sites, basically the minimalist approach is best.
0: I mean, it's not, it's not best. I mean, you figure out what works for your, your customers, um, and your visitors, but Um, Or just you personally, if you're the brand, um, you want your design to reflect you. But minimalist is generally going to be like lower resource Mm -hmm. it's going to be you know cleaner it's it'll allow you to direct your customer's eye or your visitor's eye a bit better another good one is um stripe.com
1: i really like the way stripe looks yeah
0: they do like they got the bright colors and they're you you were showing me something that you really liked about it
1: yeah firstly i i love the color the, the gradient the purplish blue teal kind of gradient that they have but the diagonal like lines on their their home it's just really interesting to look at it's it's not just straight line like horizontal lines across the page
0: yeah so it, and if you're listening to this years later they may not have this anymore but at the at the time of this uh podcast if you go to stripes website they have this really cool it's just a they've got like nice gradients they've got pictures of like pos systems and checkout systems and whatnot And it's like they took a a 90 degree image and then just kind of rotated it negative 45 degrees. Yeah,
1: it's just, it's really eye catching.
0: Yeah, it is. It's very, very interesting to look at.
1: So we have to contrast now because what is, we, we got some pretty sights that we know that we like. And then there are some sites that we go to and we just cringe like, oh, it's terrible looking.
0: I don't like kicking a man when he's down, but yahoo.com has like had the record for just ugly website (laughs) forever. It's just a hideous website. It's busy. It doesn't. I mean, so the the ideal thing for any page, any website, each page, you really want to have one goal. And um, this isn't, you know, maybe take notes if you want, but, you know, we'll get into all this stuff later. Yahoo
1: covers everything. Yahoo is like
0: news, we've got your mail, we've weather. got funny images, weather, advertisements, like everything all over the place. Right. It's a mess. Um, so yeah, Yahoo is, I mean, it's come a long way. If you go into archive.org, uh, which is a great site to look at how sites used to look, mm-hmm. even just like five or 10 years ago, Yahoo's site just, it looked dated. They actually, it looks better now,
1: which isn't saying a
0: lot. Um, another hideous site, and it's actually one of the most successful sites online is Wikipedia, right? It's generally not a good looking site, but it is, I, I'm going to give them some credit here. It is very usable. Like I've used their site numerous times on mobile. Very usable website, and that's
1: super important. It is like,
0: extremely important, um, but yeah, it it is. It feels like an encyclopedia site. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, then that's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> so I guess the the big thing that matters most is when when you're talking about making your site pretty or not, like, or or how much time you should take in doing it. It's really about who you're trying to please. Yeah, Google and getting your your site ranked by search algorithms and all that nonsense or your visitors like who are you trying to make happy
0: yeah and so one of the things and and i'm trying to uh d i try to avoid getting on the subject of search engine optimization so i'm going to try and do this as layman terms as i can so any seos that are listening please give me a little slack here okay but um google has tried for a long time to say customer first like always think about your visitors well the problem is as as much as you do want to do stuff for the visitors Ultimately, if your traffic is coming from search engines like Google, you kind of do still have to cater to the Google algorithm.
1: Find out what Google wants. Yeah, like
0: I know the end goal is to get real people from Google onto your website. But if you don't do things the way Google wants it and your site isn't ranking, then those people don't arrive. So it's sweet and cute that Google's like designed for people, but they're still not there yet. Okay. So you really want to consider, you know, are you designing for your customer or your visitor or are you designing for Google in hopes of getting, you know, visitors We design in such a way that it was, it was Google based. And we go- still
1: try to, you know, hit both things.
0: Well, yeah. And so Google is an algorithm. It doesn't care what your color choices are for the most part. I mean, there may be some like uh, ADA, American with Disabilities Act, you know algorithmic information in there so that they can tell, like, this person, you know, doesn't care about colorblind people because they're terrible color choices. They they probably do that. I know that they look for things like white text on a white background to see if you're, like, doing, like, shady things. Oh, yeah. But, But
1: what things do they care about?
0: So they care about things like your tap target spacing. What is that? So tap target spacing is this is particularly uh, applicable to mobile devices. Have you ever been on like a website where you're trying to tap something and you keep hitting the uh, wrong thing because they're too close together? Yeah. Yeah, that's tap target spacing. So um I actually I've
1: never heard of that before.
0: Yeah, if if uh so when when you're designing and you you're doing mobile first, you want your tap targets to be big. Mm-hmm. You know, so that way it's easy to hit that menu item or that hyperlink. You don't want to group stuff too close together. And Google will tell you this in some of the, like, their search engine. <laughs>
1: Google or... can just tell that yeah. your stuff's too close <laughs> together.
0: <laughs> so and Google, en- uh, uh, Google Search Console, they'll give you, like, reports that let you know if something's not, like, mobile-friendly like that. Um, appropriate text size, right? Like, you know, you picture, like, older people that are, like, trying to read on their phones. If you've got, like, micro text. That's, that's not good. And, right. And so that's going to, that's another thing that actually Google algorithmically can determine is, um, is the text size appropriate for the screen size or is it just super small and shrunk down? Okay. Um, and then page load speed. And this is probably the one that's like most applicable, uh, to like your search engine versus your visitor and whatnot. So Google has said in the past that the, how fast your website loads may impact your ranking inside of the search engine may, may. I have seen uh, pretty recent case studies that kind of show that it doesn't real. And my thought on this has, it's always been, I always thought it was more of like a tiebreaker. Like if two sites were ranked exactly the same, then I felt like Google would probably use like the load speed as like the tiebreaker. Okay. but page load speed, especially you got video, you've got images, you've got so much stuff on um, happening on web pages. That um, page load speed is really hard.
1: So a super busy page, like if you have a lot of stuff. Yeah, if you have like a lot of images, page, it, it,
0: that's going to slow your page down. Gotcha. And that's kind of where. So bringing this back to, um, you know, pretty sites for, you know, if you're if you're designing your site, you know, make it really usability. Is the number one thing you need to be working towards. Mm-hmm. Make it look good, and that's not hard to do with a lot of the themes out there now. Um, you know, if you're using even you know WordPress or um, any of like the other types of platforms, uh, Shopify is obviously it's a hosted platform, right. but they're going to have beautiful themes. Um, it's it's not hard to make a site beautiful. What you really need to strive for is making a site usable, and usability is going to help your metrics, right? So, mm-hmm. um, if you care about Google. Increasing your site's usability is going to be very helpful to your, your rankings because I've seen plenty of case studies that show if you can like lower your bounce rate, then you're going to do better in Google. And bounce rate for those who are listening is when someone visits your site and then leaves it pretty quickly.
1: Um, okay. So like you, you get, you land on the site and just immediately kick the backspace. Like, oh, I didn't mean to be here. Yeah.
0: And, and like,
1: this site's not what I wanted.
0: Yes. And they look for, it's called pogo sticking. So if you've ever gone to Google or any search engine, you've typed in something you click on the first result. And you're like, wow, this is not what I was looking for. You back out you go to the next result and you're like, wow, this isn't what I was looking for. And you back out you go, that's called pogo sticking. And mm-hmm. that's a really, really bad sign to Google that like you were not the right site for that um, result. Oh, so anyways, there's a lot of reasons that people will bounce or pogo stick. And if your site's loading slowly, that could be a reason that people are pogo sticking or bouncing. If uh, if your site is completely unusable and hideous, you know, you got ads everywhere and, you know, pop ups and all this other stuff that's like blocking their view or or paywalls. People are going to bounce and they're going to, you know, pogo stick down to the next site. So, so
1: page load speed actually matters a lot to your visitor.
0: It, it, I would say that it matters more to your visitors than it actually matters to Google based on the case studies I've seen.
1: Oh, okay. What yeah. else matters to visitors?
0: Uh, just being able to navigate your site. Okay. You know, having a menu structure that makes sense or linking. Like if you're, a, uh, if you have an article, you know, if you're an article based website, Making sure that your article is linking to other interesting articles that they would be, you know, that naturally would make sense for them to go to.
1: Yeah, I don't have a confusing layout that's hard to, you know, get to the content you actually want.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people invest so much, especially up front, um, in the prettiness of their website that they kind of forget that, like, the thing that matters most to the visitors is, are you answering my question and is your site an, uh, usable to me? And I mean,
1: avoiding the bounce or the pogo stick,
0: having a pretty site, it can give off like a professional feel like, like, okay, this is like, if I land on a website that looks like it's from 1998, I might have like that thought, like maybe the site's abandoned, you know, and people, even if the content's evergreen, which we've talked about in a previous episode, um, even if the content is evergreen, when you land on like a really old site, like where like you got like you have, like a stone just, background <laughs> and the text is just like over this stone background. You kind of
1: don't trust the information as much, yeah, right? You it's don't. not up to date.
0: It does, yeah. It does, even though it's timeless information, it doesn't feel up to date, and you almost feel like maybe I'm not getting the best information, or the most current mm-hmm. information. So that's one of those things that you want to keep in mind. You know, keep your site looking current, keep it functional on new devices, um, but you know, don't don't you know, beat yourself up trying to make it like the most gorgeous site on earth because at the end of the day, it's not going to matter as much. Um, it's really a vanity thing. And I think honestly, a lot of people will use it as a way to kind of like kick the can down the road. Like, Oh, I can't tell people about my website cause it doesn't look perfect yet. Oh, you know, I see. it's, it's an easy place for a perfectionist to hide. So get it looking good, get your content up and launch it, you know, kind of hearkening back to our last right. episode about the books.
1: Well, that's really interesting. Uh,
0: yeah, I, th- I think just overall, it's... it's.
1: So don't spend hours and hours and hours like nitpicking your theme, it, nitpicking your logo and...
0: Yeah, find something that's good. And I mean, I, I right off the top of my head... Okay, so for WordPress, there's studio press, there's Thrive themes, there's Elegant themes, there's, uh, I, there's a ton more that I can't... But just those three, each of those represents hundreds of themes. Mm-hmm. So like on one hand... You can basically look at, like, probably 500 themes, if not more.
1: And you know they're going to look good.
0: They're going to look good. And why wade through 500 different themes, you know? Like, we typically stick with one theme house. And, I mean, even the ones that come in WordPress free, like, out of the gate. Like, the 2020 theme looks fantastic, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you don't need to spend a ton of time trying to make your site look good. Launch it. You can always change it later. Changing themes, very simple.
1: So, it mattered. Keeping your site pretty but more more up-to-date looking and current and easy to navigate that's what really matters to pretty much no matter who you're talking to
0: exactly you'll (laughs) find people all day long trying to tell you that google cares about site speed simply because google said that but it's not that's not what the case studies are showing mm -hmm. and so there are more important things to worry about and the way that your visitors are behaving on your website far more important than the shade of pink that you used or you know you know, how edgy that, that image is like images will help (laughs) you and you can use images and stuff to like tell your story and kind of get your, your visitor to do what you want. But if it's literally just a decoration, then you're wasting your time. Got it. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of fearless together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.